Hey, this is Rene, and you're listening to the morning show on CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, May 16th. Coming up on today's show. I'm not throwing everything in the air and saying I refuse to do this, but at some point, somebody is going to have to be the new me. Peter Spence has been taking care of the Dorchester Rural Cemetery for a few decades now and is now looking to find some new blood to come in and take over management of the community burial ground. We'll hear more about the effort to reestablish a board to take care of the cemetery coming up shortly, but first. As you may know, and as may be obvious at the moment, there are some students and faculty who aren't so happy that I'm speaking to you today. It saddens me that my appearance at your convocation has attracted this negative attention on a day that should be focused on you, the graduates, and your achievements. That's Canada's former ambassador to Israel and Afghanistan, Deborah Lyons, speaking at Mount Allison convocation ceremonies on Monday. Lyons' selection as an honorary degree recipient was opposed by some of the university's faculty and students. Before ceremonies began Monday, about a dozen protesters gathered outside Convocation Hall with signs to express their disapproval, and a petition asking the university to reverse their decision garnered about 1,250 signatures. Protesters accused Lyons of supporting apartheid in the Middle East and remaining silent on violence against Palestinians. Yeah, I'm here. I'm a just finished my fourth year at Mount Allison, um, graduating in the fall, and just you know what? Well, wanting to support uh, or support the movement that Lions should not be getting an honorary degree as someone who support who has outspokenly supported apartheid. Hi, um, yeah. uh, I'm Marilyn Lurch. I'm a community person, and you might ask why would I be here? But I feel there's there's not a border between the university and uh, Sackville. And uh, I've long supported Palestine, a free Palestine. And uh, I I do find it unconscionable that Monet would award an honorary degree to a woman who was fairly silent at a time when people were being killed in Palestine uh, by the Israeli state. My name is Jordy Miller, and I'm here to protest the awarding of the honorary degree to Deborah Lyons, former ambassador to Canada. And uh, yeah, she, it's a wonderful day, except for that one dishonorary thing that's happening. So it's nice to be out here celebrating the students, but also celebrating, you know, social justice. In her speech to graduates, Lyons said her work as an ambassador to Israel and UN mission leader in Afghanistan had been misunderstood. She criticized protest organizers for not reaching out to her directly but also said that protests were not something to be afraid of. We can say what we think, and we can express our opinions in a peaceful and hopefully always respectful manner. We shouldn't be afraid of these sorts of discussions or even protests, especially somewhere like here at Mount Allison. That's Mount Allison Honorary Degree recipient Deborah Lyons speaking at a convocation ceremony on Monday afternoon. Read more on this story from CHMA reporter David Gordon Koch at chmafm.com. About 450 Mount Allison students graduated on Monday, and four honorary degrees were conferred to Lyons, journalist Lise Doucette, 
Order of Canada member Hilary Pearson, and saxophone musician Ray Legere. The province of New Brunswick has announced public funding for pharmacists to assess and prescribe medications for seven more illnesses and conditions. Effective Monday, participating pharmacies may offer services to assess and prescribe for contact allergic dermatitis, cold sores, mild to moderate eczema, gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD, impetigo, Lyme disease prevention after a high-risk tick bite, and mild acne. Health Minister Bruce Fitch said Monday's announcement builds upon government initiatives to expand the role of pharmacists over the last two years. The new policy won't affect the cost of medications and any fees for injections provided by pharmacy professionals. Now for today's main story. Home to a father of Confederation and a contemporary who fought against Confederation, the Dorchester Rural Cemetery is a reflection of the village's long and storied history. Both the history and the future of the cemetery are up for discussion this Wednesday evening at the Dorchester Veterans Community Center. A group of volunteers have called the meeting to revitalize and restructure the volunteer community board that once managed the cemetery, and also discuss the history and significance of the nearly 200-year-old community resting place. The cemetery is nestled in alongside the 106 overlooking Back Brook, across from Palmer's Pond. CHMA took a trip out last week to meet some of the people involved in passing on the torch for the Dorchester Rural Cemetery. Hi, I'm Diane Nicholson. I live in Dorchester. I have for the past 52 years. I'm big, uh, per, a person with a lot of interest in the history of the town, of the village. All right. Well, it's a gorgeous day. I guess we should um, walk down and, and start talking about cemeteries. Okay. All right. There's so many names in the cemetery now that their names aren't around anymore. But at one time, they were so prominent. This is actually, we're getting down into the newer section of the cemetery here. Right, a lot, a, a lot more modern looking. Yeah, a few with a few of the older ones tucked in here and there. To me, the cemetery doesn't have any uh, plan that makes sense. <laughs> it's like, okay, here's a good spot, go here. So now... You're you're a history buff, yes. And there, like, I mean, there's some quite old uh, gravestones in the cemetery, mm-hmm. at least by the looks of it. Is there some notable folks? Yes, definitely. Uh, interesting. Uh, Edward Baron Chandler, who was a father of Confederation, is buried back there in the older section. And there is actually a plaque that the federal government put beside his grave as a federal historic site. Just above him on a slightly higher knoll is Albert Smith, who held up Confederation for two years. Okay, notorious. (laughs) And Smith was was actually a pallbearer at uh, Chandler's funeral. So evidently they put their differences aside at one time. Right, they didn't let politics get personal, I guess. No, I don't think so. And uh, other movers and shakers of the village. Because at one time Dorchester was bigger than Moncton. Right. I mean, a lot of people would uh, would be very surprised to hear that, but yeah, historically, this was the Shire Town. The Shire was, Town, yes. It was big. There were 14 lawyers in the village square. That was, yeah. uh, I guess, the, the main activity, politics, law. Mm-hmm. The courthouse was here. Three shipbuilders uh, building the wooden sailing ships. I'm forgetting some things. Yeah. Hotels. Yeah, it was really quite the place. 
right. I'm going to introduce you now to Peter yeah. Spence. He's the last, he's the person who's going to turn up the lights. He's the last board member for the cemetery. Okay. And we're trying to establish a new board. So you are, you're a one-person board. I'm a one-person board. And maybe not even officially that because I was solicited as a secretary treasurer, whether the secretary treasurer actually held a board position. Those people are along in here, so I can't confirm it one way or the other. So what's involved? I mean, you're basically the, the caretaker of this place, would you say? To a great extent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't do all of the grounds work because... I'm too old and I didn't have the time when I wasn't too old but so some of the mowing and whatnot is hired out but finding lots and selling lots and and the the calls that the grass is too long or too short or should be watered or yeah that's my phone rings okay so um I guess you know that there's a, a movement on now you're going to be stepping back and you're hoping for a new board of directors to be formed? Is that is that the action? That's that, tell me a bit about what's going on here. I'm a poor recruiter, so I haven't replaced or even tried to replace. I, I just feel that if you don't feel any kind of obligation, I'm not going to be the guy trying to sell this to you. I've dug my own hole in that respect. Like, there should be a transition, a succession plan, so that, okay, some of what I happen to know just by osmosis of nothing else gets passed on to whoever's going to wear the hat next time. And that's where the meeting comes in. It's, I'm not throwing everything in the air and saying, I refuse to do this, but at some point, somebody is going to have to be the new me, and it would be helpful for them if nobody else, if there was a bit of pass on. So tell me about this meeting, the plan for this meeting. Well, we decided the best, first best step. We attended the um, general annual meeting of cemeteries in New Brunswick. That was held at Lutz Mountain Meeting House, and uh, we got some excellent information there. We found out different things that we have to do that we haven't done, and uh, basically how to go about setting up a new board. And that leads us to Wednesday night, next Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. We're having a ge- an open meeting to anybody interested to come and uh, indicate if they would like to be on a board of directors. And... With any luck, we'll get some people turning out for that, and then we can continue from there by getting them set up with all of the uh, documentation, all the information they need to do that. That's Diane Nicholson speaking with CHMA at the Dorchester Rural Cemetery last week. You also heard from Peter Spence, the current caretaker of the cemetery. Dorchester Rural Cemetery was donated to the community by Edward Baron Chandler in the 1830s, and his own child was one of the first people to be buried in it. The cemetery is not affiliated with the church and was never formally incorporated, so Nicholson, Spence, and others, including Marlene Hickman, are hosting a meeting tomorrow night in an effort to revive interest in taking care of the place, which continues to serve as a final resting place for community members. Here's Marlene Hickman. We need to go forward. You're looking at a group of people that are all 70 and older. We need the next generation to move up. We've got some of the next generation buried here. And uh, we need to look to the future. The history is important, makes this uh, cemetery significant in so many ways. But we need a future for the cemetery as well. The Dorchester Rural Cemetery meeting is taking place Wednesday, May 17th at 7 p.m. in the Dorchester Veterans Community Center at 4955 Main Street in Dorchester.
And that's it for Tantamar Report for this Tuesday, May 16th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. This is Anvar Mahmood, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Frost Advisory Warning Frost may damage some crops in frost-prone areas. Minimum temperatures, minus 1 to plus 3, coolest in low-lying areas. Location, most of New Brunswick. Time span, early Wednesday morning. Patchy frost is expected to form as clear skies and light winds coincide with cool temperatures, especially in low-lying areas. Cover up your plants, especially those in frost-prone areas. Please continue to monitor alerts and forecasts issued by Environment Canada. To report severe weather, send an email to nbstorm at ec.gc.ca or tweet reports using hashtag nbstorm. And now the weather. Today, mainly cloudy. Periods of rain beginning this afternoon amount 2 millimeters. Wind west 20 kilometers an hour becoming light this afternoon. High of 18 except 10 along parts of the coast. UV index 7 or high. Tonight, periods of rain ending after midnight then clearing. Amount 5 millimeters. Low plus 3 with patchy frost. Tomorrow, Wednesday, increasing cloudiness. 60% chance of showers in the afternoon. Wind becoming north 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 near noon. High of 10, UV index 6 or high. Tomorrow night, cloudy periods, low plus 1. Thursday, sunny, high of 14. Thursday night, clear, low plus 4. Adult Ultimate Frisbee is back. Join other Frisbee players age 16 plus at the Lauren Street Soccer Field in Sackville every Thursday evening for some friendly competition starting May 25th until August 31st. All skill levels are welcome and no experience is required. This is a great opportunity to be active, meet new people, and learn how to play Ultimate Frisbee. To join this league, register at sackville.com programs before May 20th. Do you have a youth at home who is interested in playing soccer? The Sackville Youth Soccer Association is currently open for registration for soccer this summer. Visit the association's website at sackvilleyouthsoccer.ca for more information and to register.
Hello everyone, good morning. It's a wonderful morning. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. I am your host, Craig, and we are we are here until 10. And I'm going to give you something special, you know, around 9.30, around 9.30. And but right now, I just have a local announcement for you. Uh, the Sec Public Library is giving away free passes to the Fundy Trail Parkway to anyone with a public library card until May 20th. Stop by the library at 66 Main Street to get a pass, which gives you a one time entrance to the park between May 19 and 31st, 2023. To learn more about the parkway, visit fundytrailparkway.com. Passes are available for a limited time, so don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. So don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. Just visit fundytrailparkway.com for more details. Coming up, Coming up next, we have La Chateau by Ginger Root. Tell myself little white lies. I never mess with an 
And my papa wouldn't even know where I'm 